Hello, here's the missing instalment. I wonder if anyone has been missing. Audio Art Hole 23. I was a bit uh, reluctant to advertise number 22 because I felt that I'd used proper nouns. It's difficult with the naming of names. It sounds like name dropping sometimes and I, I'm quite loath to do that. I remember asking an audience, you know, does it count if you dream of somebody and mention them? I just dreamt of Johnny Depp and I thought he could save the horse hospital. And I was in the horse hospital. Anyway, I said this aloud and a member of the audience, who I do know who he was, all right, he has another name, Alistair Brocci. I said, you know, does it count if you mention a name of somebody you've dreamed of? And out came this voice, yes. So uh, there you go. Anyway, I have a few things to sort of come to mind to talk about. One was an interview I made with my brother, which was rather long and meandering, but he told me some very interesting things about coyotes, um, an intentional breed of dog came to me recently. I was told that uh, the Jack Russell and the Shih Tzu, or the something like that, has been intentionally bred, sort of, what do you call a, an intentional mongrel, you know, a new pedigree. Anyway, it's called a Jack Shit, and I wondered if that was a joke, and uh, apparently not. Well, I don't know. Anyway, my brother told me about a great guy, Yogi Barra, who was a baseball player, who came up with very natural sort of witticisms, you know, saying to somebody, giving directions, when you come, to, you'll come to a fork in the road, well, take it. And another one he told me about, he said, this is Yogi Barra said, it's like uh, deja vu all over again. And anyway, I enjoyed this. And this, and uh, a conversation about coyotes was really a highlight of the interview, but it's all sort of enmeshed in so many other things. You know, talking about photographs on... Uh, the wall in my mother's kitchen sort of peeling off and very out of date and sort of sad somehow. But the coyote um, stories were, were really interesting, especially after my interest in these uh, intentional hybrids because he said that the coyotes are luring out domestic dogs, luring them out of little wooden properties or, you know, wood shacks in... BC in British Columbia, Canada, to um, impregnate them. And so what you're getting there out there is now a wild animal that can, in some senses, you know, make friends with humans. So it's a very scary new breed. And uh, the coyote, maybe like the fox here in London, has become rather fearless so he told another story, a great story, of a friend of his who was um, doing some wild gardening. That's what he called it, wild gardening, down by a river bank. So she was down on her haunches. I think that was what he, how he described that you know, orthodox gardening position when you're down doing rooty work, when she felt 
paws on her back and some sort of excited panting. And there was a coyote on her back coming to, um, as he said, get it on. I don't really use that language, but anyway, that was, uh, that was, that was some, um, there was some great tales. Ha ha! Dog tales in that. And, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't really edit that. And so I'm just sort of reminiscing on it because that would have been Audio Art Hole 23. Anyway, he's gone back to Canada now. And, uh, yeah, so here it is, the missing episode with some recollections of what it might have been. I Since then, I've had a weird experience in the... Uh, talking about names or nameless ones. A strange experience in the health food shop. Well, the natural remedy shop where I was going to get a homeopathic remedy for someone else. Um, sulfur. Strange. Strangely devilish sort of preparation, it sounds. Anyway, while I was in the shop... I got a new plastic fibre and groaned at the hideous um, characters on the on the on the note. Um, the, that perpetually middle-aged woman, the queen, on one side, and this great jowly old baby face, Winston Churchill, on the other. When I groaned, oh, him. Um, a stranger, fellow shopper in the shop, you know, rounded on me saying, you should read your history. He was the greatest Briton ever. And I go, you should read yours. He was a juvenile fascist. And on it went. He got onto Mrs Thatcher. I left the shop, left my dry cleaning, went back to the shop. And the girl said, he really enjoyed winding you up. And I just thought, what a fool. So here's a tip. Don't get wound up, wind up, because, you know, it's all just blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, I like it. I do, I do like it when I have, you know, a little slot in which to say something, to give a tip. Yeah, just, uh, I, I always think I want to be useful. I did mention this in an earlier audio art hole, but recently I've been reading Oscar Wilde, Warning artists not to be useful. Now, art's not about being useful, it's about something else. Anyway, it wasn't so simplistic as that. Of course not. Oscar Wilde never is. Now, that was a real highlight, listening to Neil Bartlett reading from De Profundis. I think I might have even mentioned it before on this. But it was so great to hear shallowness identified as the real sin. Hmm... Which isn't the same as saying you can't have wit and fun and frolic on the surface of meaning and intercourse. And if anyone knew how to frolic on that level, then Oscar Wilde was surely the one who did. But I like doing light, frothy, silly with those I can also go down deep with. <laughs> anyway... That's it. I'm over seven minutes, so goodbye for now. Bye.